Alright. 8-Bit Error Movie Chat. Episode 4. Episode 4. Solo. <laughs> At first I wasn't really looking forward to this movie. Uh, watching it again, which would be the second time I ever watched it, it wasn't as bad. It wasn't as bad. Well, I watched it this morning. Um, because, alright, so when this movie started putting those trailers and everything else out, I ignored them to the point of where I was like, I'm not even going to bother with this. And I was right too. I think actually watching it at home and not seeing it in theaters made it better for me. Really? Mm-hmm. In this okay. specific case. Because, like, when you go to the movie theaters, there's an expectation. Yeah. Yeah. When you're at home and you're watching, when you're watching a movie, you're, you're like, I can, I can pause this, I can walk away from this, I can turn it off and go to it. No. If you have you, to use the toilet, like, yeah, I can just pause it and relieve myself, come back, not miss a thing. And not only that, but if it got to the point to where you were like, I'm done, I can't no more, you can simply back out of it, watch something else. And without being like, wow, I just wasted 20 bucks on this movie ticket. Yeah. Um, or like in my case, with Ready Player One, <laughs> spending a dollar... To see that hot trash and be like, this is terrible. But I spent a dollar. I gotta sit through this now. Yeah. Um, my experience was better. The audio cut out halfway through the movie. So there was only a couple people in the movie theater. And then someone I was dating at the time. So I was ad-libbing. And it was actually better than the movie. At least that's what the other people said. I don't have that luxury. Me, personally, <laughs> mad. But, um... Um, yeah. But yeah, no. Solo, as a Star Wars movie, completely forgettable, and weak. Yeah, it's a good, it's a good space movie. Yeah, I will. It's not a good Star Wars. Not at It's all. still better than the Disney trilogy, because this actually had... I found more good. I found more positives, more pros, <laughs> um, than I thought I would. Because again, I saw it the first time. I was like, "This is, this is, this is a ride." I didn't. I didn't hate it. It was just like I don't want to watch this again. But then, having to watch it again for this, it, it was okay. I found myself chuckling at points. I was, it was. A fun adventure. It just didn't have to be called a Star Wars story. No. It, no. it could instead of Han Solo, it could have called it like Jack Space Lord. Just um this one too. Him getting his name. We mm. didn't we didn't need We can start with that since that's in the beginning. Yeah. We didn't need that. We didn't need because oh, everybody's got to have an origin story, right? And that's why they do these movies. They do these movies because they have to have an origin Why is his name Han Solo? Well, they why? feel like they or, yeah, need to do these go. movies. Yeah. They're not necessary. Not at all. Being like, what's your name? Han. Han what? I have no peoples. <laughs> like, what's your people's name? Just me. No no people. Like, okay, Han. Uh... <laughs> that's what he did too. Solo. <laughs> 
It's like, really? Yeah. Just, why couldn't you name just have been Han Solo yeah. to start with? This it didn't is stupid. Need, it didn't need a reason. And um, I did like, not so much that Han Solo joined the early Empire as a trooper of some kind, or as a soldier of some kind. Well, what he I a did, right? But I did like seeing those early stages of it. Of the Empire. Yeah. Like, like then actually to join in. Yeah. Yeah, and then immediately cutting the like, oh maybe the best pilot and be like no you're an asshole you just totally ditched your girl you could have. Anyways, that's the yeah. I'm assuming he was still young. Stupid mistakes. We'll all let that slide. But uh, going from I mean the best pilot to him being a grunt, yeah, watching everyone around him get blown up, yeah, like, ooh, and then okay. finding out that his superiors don't have the fucking answer because they're still pretty fucking new themselves. Yep, and then him even being like, "Well, hold on a minute, we're the invaders." Mm-hmm. Oh this yeah, this is their planet. I did like that a bit because it did show, um, kind of like we were saying back to the whole the difference between the Clone Wars and the Stormtroopers. Um, Stormtroopers, either one they joined, yeah, or two they were forced to by some method or way, whether it was from when they were younger, but they were they didn't really have a choice but to do it. Yeah, so they didn't, and they didn't really question what was going on. It's like, okay, this is my job. This is what we're gonna do. Yeah, but now um, I used to be a slave. Now I get fed, and all I gotta do is go pew pew. Like, cool, I'll do that. Yeah. Then I'm okay with it being solo. as questioning it because it it feels that it would be in his character. Mm-hmm. Be like, well, wait a minute. We're not stopping the invaders. We are the invaders. This is their planet. Mm-hmm. So. We, they, they have every right to defend their planet. With like, oh. the way the Empire is, by the way, I'm totally surprised that they didn't do something right then and there. And maybe this is, once again, because it's early Empire. Or um, still early enough. No, I'm just really surprised they didn't do anything right then and there. Well, no, you're right. They, they totally... With that slide, which I don't think they would have done, but the plot says they had to look past it, <laughs> so they did. Yeah. Um, it's stupid, because it took Beckett, because mm-hmm. now, you know, his commander dies, we meet Beckett um, and his little ragtag group, and surprisingly, he's a decent leader. Well, you know, it's it's Woody Harrelson, sorry. Yeah. It's just natural at that point. True. Um... But it is funny how, like, he's able to still lead that little company. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And be successful. And then, found out later, like, hold up. You're not an actual captain. <laughs> yeah, no. You got, some, you got some blaster holes in you. It, either you heal really good, or you stole that off a dead captain. Yeah. Well, not only that. But it would have been obvious at that point because as soon as Han was like, Captain, he's like, who's Captain? And he's like, you are. And it looks like, <laughs> and he's like, oh shit. <laughs> that should 
have been the um, telltale right then and there, but I guess I had to go back and explain. Even I didn't even I didn't catch that. I didn't, oh, they didn't hide the the singe marks in the in the outfit, like the holes and stuff. <laughs> so it's like it didn't click until he's like, nah. It's like, oh shit. Now it makes sense of why he was surprised. He's like, no, you're in charge now. And I was like, wow. Again, like there's there's good there's positives to this. There's movie. a lot of positives. And th- this beginning part, it just didn't need to be a Star Wars movie. Yeah. It didn't have to be a Han Solo. You know what? Star Wars movie. Okay, I can live with that. Like, it could still be Star Wars, just about that what was happening when the Empire was first forming. Yeah. Oh, we're gonna backtrack for a second. Okay. Well, we'll we'll do the, the pros first. Because it's, it's a little con. We'll, we'll come back okay. to that. Uh, but yeah, it didn't... It's It just didn't have to be a Han Solo movie. We... It, it was unnecessary. We don't... We got his backstory in the first two Star Wars. In mm-hmm. A New Hope and Empire. We, we learned who he was. How he got his ship. We didn't need to see it. Just like Rogue One. Except Rogue One is actually good. Anyways. Yeah, like... We see... Beckett is like, hey, since he's, he knows he's a captain now, mm-hmm. he can tell some other grunts like, hey, arrest this one. Like, trying to turn to dessert or something like that. Yeah, he told him, um, he was like, yeah, we have a deserter, and uh, that uh, he's also a liar, so don't believe what he said. So he just went ahead, he's like, oh, hey, um, you're going to blackmail me? Well, that's fine. Um, I'm the one wearing the rank, and I'm the one with the uh, charisma here. You're a grunt. They're going to believe me before they believe you. Yeah. He definitely won that charisma check. Yeah. <laughs> so, that uh, that deception which, role. Which is so. definitely what I was trying to do in one of our... Uh, Things. Yeah. Legend of Zelda. Where we rated the one. Anyways. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, no. So, he's like, yeah, no. He's lying about everything, what he says, and he's trying to desert. Right, and and since he had that comment earlier... Like, we are the invaders, mm-hmm. it doubled down. Yeah, so everything leading up to that point is like, okay, yeah, he's a troublemaker, let's get rid of him. Yeah. And then, the first time I saw this, this next part was, it, it bothered me. Okay. Because now you meet Chewbacca, which, it's it makes sense that, I mean, the Empire, they talk about how the Empire invaded his planet. Mm-hmm. And enslaved his people, so it's like, okay. Because in a previous episode, I commented how, like, it doesn't make sense. There are soldiers that are fighting the Clone Wars. What the hell? Yeah. But, so, apologies for that remark. Well, to be fair, it is mentioned in, like, a sentence. Yeah. And the thing is, like, if you miss that sentence, it's never revisited. Ever. Ever. So if you miss that sentence, then I can see where... That's why I was, like, when I was watching the movie, too, I was like, huh, they do mention that. Like, yeah, okay. so... But it's that one sentence, if you missed it, that... Yeah, so I goofed. But, yeah, it's explained why he's in that mud pit and how the Imperials, they straight treat him basically like a literal slave. Like, ah, we haven't fed him in three days. Like yeah. Something a slave owner would do back in the 1800s. Here in America, or just anywhere in the world. I was about to say, that's slavery, still going on even today. today yeah. So, so it's like, wow, you're you make me. Hmm. I hate the empire, but you're really pushing. You're some raising extra that buttons. bar, yeah. And, and 
well, that goes back to that Stormtrooper thing. We can actually talk about that later when we start getting further into the future for Stormtroopers. Storm okay. But um, I, I want to go back to that. Yeah, no, the Stormtroopers, the stories we got were just, oh, they invaded the planets and they put them under their control, but you don't get to hear... What happened. Yeah, and, and I, I think what with, else was happening. But the little bit that you see in like this short 10 minutes... If, if even that, mm-hmm. it shows a lot of how the Empire really does things. How they're just going to kill you, take your planet, and if you don't, if you are alive, you're going to be enslaved. That's it. Or if you're in... So, a lot of the planets that would get... And this is not based on any lore that I know, but it would be the thing that would make the most sense. So, I'm just using logic here. Okay. Any planet that didn't have a necessary um, beneficial tie to the Empire, yeah, enslave or, and destroy. Yeah. Um, any planet that wasn't, it's like, oh, okay, um, we're not going to destroy you guys, but you're under our control. So yeah. just know, we're, we're here. So it... It was, it was... It felt necessary to see that part of the Empire. Because yeah. you never... Ever. See, even in Rogue One, yeah, you see them fighting rebels, but not so much invading a planet. So, And then hearing how they're capturing and enslaving other races. So, it felt necessary. Um, It was weird how Han Solo knew how to speak their Um, language. Yeah. I I don't know what it's called. Kashyyyk? Kashyyykian. Kashyyykian. Why not? I can Google it, but I'm not going to. What well, he said, Wookie. That's well, yeah. What he just said. call it Wookie. Screw it. That's, yeah, just speak that's Wookie. That's exactly what he said. I'm like, yeah, mm-hmm. speak Wookie. Like, well, a little bit. It's like, where oh, yeah. would you pick that up? <laughs> Especially from the planet he was on too. Yeah, like, and it's like, oh, I don't think a lot of Wookies live or visit Corellia, especially since they're enslaved. So, <laughs> where did they have a Rosetta Stone? Maybe album in, you uh, in. when you join the Empire. They teach you some languages? Maybe. And maybe. he was like, this one's different. You know what? Maybe because, again, <laughs> they enslaved them. They use them as as work and you have to be able to talk to them. Because, I mean, at one point in time, I was... And this is obviously not the Empire. But um, I was trying to learn um, the different places where I was supposed to go. Okay. And one of them was Mandarin. Alright. So, I mean... It's, it's complicated. It, it might have just been like on a list. It could have been. You're like, yeah, whatever. I'll learn this. It's down, it says... <laughs> so, yeah, that whatever. also hilarious. Like, <laughs> I understand that's the language, but the problem I have with it is it's kind of like where humans try to describe how dogs speak. Yeah. And it's like, um... Barking isn't necessarily how they speak. Yeah, it's not cats. They don't meow at each other to talk. (laughs) They meow at us (laughs) to get our attention to feed them. (laughs) So, do you hear um, Chewie having to have to actually make noises all the time in order for him to speak? Yeah. And be able to understand those different roars, if you will, mm-hmm. as uh, a language that you can, like, okay, means this. It's probably some weird dialect where 
certain like pitches, pitches of well, it can I mean, come. Technically, like uh, the closest, the closest thing that I can think of is um, flick clicks. Okay. Um, that is something that's it's also learnable, which is nice, and it's not all that hard to do, but it is it makes it, ma- it makes more sense to me than the roaring. Okay. It, it, it was interesting. And then I like how I have subtitles on during the movie. And okay. when they're roaring and talking to each other, in the subtitles it was saying what they were saying in Wookiee. No way. I, I, that was amazing. I will have to, it's, just for those scenes. Yeah, just rewatch that part. That's pretty cool. Because so he explains it right after. Yeah, like, it's great how if you have subtitles on... It just is automatically doing it for you, like it should. <laughs> that's cool. Honestly, that's a cool little hidden thing. Yeah, I like I, that. I didn't turn on subtitles; they were just on. Yeah, I was like yeah, whatever. I'm playing because I was doing my Dungeons and Dragons on one screen, watching down the other. So whenever I had to do my part, I muted yeah. and let the movie still go. But yeah, they they did that at least. That's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. Uh, but yeah, they. Other good things. Vehicles sounded like vehicles. One little thing. Okay. Kind of goes back to the beginning. Was when you see the bits of the Star Destroyer being built and flown up to where they have to go. Like seeing the command tower part being lifted up. I was like, that's a nice thing because Corellia is where they built a good portion of them. So Mm -hmm. actually seeing that was a nice little addition. A little touch. Yeah, like. Didn't need it, but I think it helped. By the way, I want to point something out. My dad works on vehicles. Okay. I'm going to call him Master Mechanic because you give him a hunk of junk, he makes it so that way it works. I know nothing about cars. Mm -hmm. I've been around my dad all the time when he works on vehicles. Um, he talks about vehicles. He's had me help him fix vehicles. I know nothing about cars. So for Han to make the comment that, yeah, my dad used to build these, and uh, if it wasn't for the fact that he was interested in piloting, I would have been, that would have been really jarring for me. It's like, yeah. So because you Because he built it, it doesn't, doesn't mean, mean you know what every switch and knob would right. do. And how to operate. If, if it wasn't for the pilot thing. And then even then, um, we don't really... We get three scenes where he's behind a vehicle piloting. I'm not counting the cars. I'm not counting I those. counted the car because... Oh, I'm counting he, like... Because the way he mentioned it... Because um, he, he trips back to like, you remember when we blah, 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 the alley? That's why I bring it okay. up. Okay. That's the only reason I bring it up like uh, bringing it up like that. Um, and to be fair, it's not on wheels. It is in the air, technically. It's hovering, but it's not on the ground. So, moving a a vehicle in free space, the only difference would be is air resistance. Yeah. So, I was fine with that, but you only see him do it three times, but he's supposed to be this... Or, well, he tells... He claims to be. Yeah, he claims to be. 
Because, like, we see him... Okay, we'll, we'll count the driving scenes in the beginning. Um, uh, anything before the Falcon. No, he drives the cargo ship a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Um, doesn't do a good job at first. And I... I he used the controls. Exactly, I'm like, that's... And the fact that... I think it was already cabled mm-hmm. to the train car, so it that was. weight... And not only that, that, but um, they were also tethered to the Raider group. Yeah, so So, having that, but he gets used to it. It's like, okay, we got the cargo ship. Then... The Falcon, that's it. Then the, yeah. That is literally all you see him operate in the entire movie. And the movie is two hours long. Two hours, 15 minutes. Yeah, goddamn. Um, It went by fast, though. It did, you know. I will say that it, it did go by fast. It had enough stuff is happening in the tradition of Star Wars. Mm-hmm. I would say the movie is long enough, but it moves quickly, so I was okay with that. It didn't. It didn't feel too like we're dragging our feet here. Yeah, I, surprisingly, the pacing was good. It, nothing yeah. felt like okay. Whoa, whoa! You're speeding up his exposition a bit. Like Beckett didn't want him around. And then whenever he's like, okay, you can come. The rest of the team was like. Are you stupid? This is a big job, and you're bringing two new people that we just met. How? Like, the whole time, yeah. until they died, they were yeah. like, I don't like them. It's a, so, it wasn't like, okay, you like them, we like them too. No. Okay, it's like, no, f- fuck them. They are going to screw this up, which, the I, no matter pilot, what, screw I'm going to call him the pilot. Goro. Would be the. <laughs> Look, he had four arms. Yeah, he had four arms. Um, he was a mixed bag. So you had um, he, he... Beckett who liked them. You had him who was kind of like, uh, I don't agree with this, but he liked here. him as soon as Han started uh, actually asserting himself and being less of a of a wiener and not taking Beckett's shit anymore. Oh, I see, I see, I Beckett see. Beckett says something to Han, and Han's like, hey, go eat a bag of dicks. And he's like, <laughs> I like him. Yeah, okay. okay so I he, see had to, he had to he prove himself to Goro. Up until that point, he's like, no, I don't want this fresh meat here. And, um, and then Beckett's girlfriend? I'm going to say... It was more than a girlfriend. Yeah, because they had a kid. Wife. Yeah. Yeah. I'm I mean, a, it doesn't have to be wife, but the significant were, other. There we go. I significant other. Because it's never explained that she whether, but they didn't. haven't either. The kid is his, or she came along, and she had a kid, like prior. Yeah, I think it was prior. I think so too. But like the way they interacted, it looked like more than just. Boyfriend, girlfriend, like it was, it was more. Yeah. Than that. So I'm just a significant other. Um, she never really said anything nice about him, even at, up until her death. I don't remember her <laughs> saying anything nice about Han or Chewie. Yeah. At no. all. Well, there was, n- and to be fair, with that we whole situation, it's natural because there wasn't a lot of time. Yeah. So like, there was like maybe. Two, we'll say three days, and that's me being generous because, you know, they had to fly from one place to another. Yeah, they first get the ship from that one planet, mm-hmm. take that ship to this ice world, then they camped out. 
close to the train tracks the next yeah. morning. So about, yeah, about three days. About three days. So to be fair, and they only, it makes sense. And they only were with Han and Chewie for two of those days. Like, two actual full, full yeah. days. So, yeah, she wouldn't have really had a time. Up at that and she point. wasn't really near them. So she didn't really see what he was doing and stuff. And not only that, but like, it was I nice... feel that if the job worked, <laughs> if the job that worked, that they succeeded, yeah, they it, she would have been, she'd be like, yeah, she'd have been like, all right, bad. you guys are okay. I don't think so, though. You because don't think so? Because if it all worked out, mm-hmm. um, Han would have never piloted the no. ship. He, yeah, wouldn't show right. he wouldn't prove himself piloting. Mm-mm. He wasn't great at shooting. He was good at no. uncoupling the cars, and that was it. <laughs> Well, that's, yeah, that's... So, I think she would be like, okay, you know how to take orders, good. The job worked because the plan was set. Yeah. I don't think she would have... I I get what you're saying. ...warmed up to him still. I don't don't think that's her personality. I think he would actually have to do something meaningful. To actually prove himself. Yeah, even if during the whole thing, you know, Goro still gets shot. They blew up a fucking mountain in this movie. True. We'll get to that in a minute. But I think if Goroso got shot, he died, Han took the ship, but everything else worked out fine, mm-hmm. then she'd be like, okay, you're, all right, you, you're, you are a good pilot, you're necessary for the team. Since we lost our other pilot, yeah. you can take his spot. But if the whole thing worked out, there was no conflict, I don't think she'd give two shits. She'd still shoot him in the face before... I, oh, I'm pretty sure she yeah, would have shot care. first. <laughs> yeah, so. But since it didn't work out, they lost the cargo, and it blew up a fucking mountain. Um, <laughs> they were saying that. I liked seeing that effect. I did too. I was, seeing the big, like, the big like, chunk oh, missing, it's... and then just that whole side collapse afterwards. I was like, okay, yeah, no, this is a fucked ordeal. Yeah. That would, that's dangerous material. I like that because, honestly, I was worried. Because um, when you show something... In a movie. It has to have a point. It has to have a point, and usually it's used later. Mm-hmm. So what I was thinking was going to happen was that big old ship, if there wasn't sequel bait, I bet you it would have happened. But if there wasn't sequel bait, the stuff they had on the ship, now, when he's like, you're predictable too, and the thing turns out to be empty. Yeah. Before they got up there, I had a feeling they were going to take one that's kind of like, look, we got it. But the other one was empty. Yeah. That's what I thought was going to happen. Mm-hmm. No, they were both up there. I was like, oh, okay. Because what I thought was going to happen was one was going to be up there. The other group was going to have at least one. And then blah, blah, blah happens. It becomes unstable. Ship gets blown yeah. up. Happy Days music plays. Which I'd be okay with. <laughs> Do they call it Mondays? I gotta learn their calendar. You know... Actually, I legit have to in two weeks. Oh, God. I'm not going to. But, yeah, no, like... It is nice. Up to that point, they only talk about how powerful this stuff could be. Yeah. And how, like, it's dangerous. And then you see it in action. It's like, okay. Now we have visual representation of how big an explosion could be with this many canisters. Cool. And then it comes back later... When they're trying to do the castle run, like, hey, yeah, then this this was unrefined, so probably means it's more potent. 
I was like, that's going to be a much bigger explosion. And it's so, all on the ship. If the refined version is that big, with what, like a hundred... It was a hundred whatever. We'll say grams, because it wasn't grams. Uh, it's a hundred canisters. Yeah. Of uh, it. I think they said it was a hundred. It's the same weight. How about that? The amount that they were taking from the mine is the same weight that they... Because they were replacing what they lost. Yeah, so it was supposed to be un... Yeah, that's yeah. right. So, so weight-wise, still the same. So it would right. be the same explosion. So we had a good visual of like... What that explosion That's going to be been. bad. <laughs> and then they kept showing... Every time they showed it in the ship, mm-hmm. it was getting more and more red and melting. It's like, okay, this is a good way... You don't give a time frame. This is what I liked about it. In movies, you don't want to say a time. Don't give the audience a number. Yeah. That's why I hate... Rise of Skywalker so goddamn much. And Last Jedi, because they give you numbers. Don't do that. They did it great in this one. It's like, okay. It's, they, they gave you a temperature. They said it needs to stay like this. Yeah, those dials else. will say, or those dials will have a color. Yeah. And you can, we understand blue means cold. Red, red means, oh. Blue good. Red bad. <laughs> keep it, try to keep it blue. But they don't really say... A number, it's like, hey, it changes quick. So we need to get this done fast. Yeah. And so they had to get from point A to point B, which was like 20 parsecs they had to do. It was 14. Well, they took was a shortcut. It? They took a shortcut. No, you know what it was? Han, he makes a comment. That's what That's what I ended up remembering. No, he like, made well, a comment, he said 13. Well, the original path would have been 20. Right. But they would have had enough time to do it if you know, the Star Destroyer didn't show up. Not only that, but their navigation droid, droid again, was, yeah. even with her being indisposed at the time, they knew they could just follow the lights, get out of that mess, they'd be fine. Kind of confused, not confused. Um, Star Wars world messes me up on this one. Droids have personalities. I'm okay with that. It's part of their programming. Yeah. But they still have memory. So, mm-hmm. when their body dies, to me, you just... Put a new body. Right. Well, that's why he probably took that half he had. Like, okay, I'm not going to leave. This. We, can, we can fix this later. Whatever. So, either way. I, I, I want to say, I want to agree with you, but after she powers down, mm-hmm. he's kind of like, oh... This is it for her. Well, kind of I think it's more like a human condition. It's like, oh, power down, oh. that means death. No, no, no. Because he's so used to her, her. Yeah, that okay. to him, it's it's a person. It's not just a robot anymore. It's okay. something of more It's more important than just a piece Sassy of metal. Sassy as hell. Yeah, and like the, her attitude <laughs> gave her, made her more personable. So to him, whenever she shuts down... He freaks out. It's like that to a human, that means death. I'm pretty sure eventually you kick in, like, oh, it's a robot. All I have to do is transfer this to this, and we're good. Cool, whatever. But yeah, okay, I can, I can, I can see that. Yeah. that was that was a little lost. On, it was not lost. It's just kind of like it's. That's how I took it. I mean, I really doubt the writers had that in mind. I really doubt it. <laughs> it's just, and it works. Well. It, L3 wasn't the only android. Android? Droid? Droid? We'll just say droid. Yeah. That has 
quote unquote died in the Star Wars. It's just it's always like it's always bothered me. It's like just it's gotta just take the memory out. But yeah, I think it's just like you you get so attached to it that, that at at first that doesn't click. But once like, the, oh they once are the shock gods. yeah once the shock wears off it's like wait a minute we just have to take this part out of her and just put her in this one and we're good to go. Oh, never mind then. But it's just that shock thing. That's why I took it. Um, Other positives. I Liberating the slave camp. That was hilarious. Loved it. I liked seeing Han get punched by <laughs> Kiwa, Kwara, Kiara. Kiara. I, oh, Kiara. Yeah. I can't pronounce these names. No, I just don't know her name. It has oh. left my memory. So, one of my favorite... I'm going to call it an Easter egg. Because okay. not a lot of people would know the reference. So whenever she beats up that person, like the, the higher up at the slave camp. Yeah, and then she's like, like I learned this from... Oh, I learned uh, uh, Terrace something? Yeah. Terrace Kasai. Yeah, Terrace Kasai. Okay. That's an actual martial arts in the Star Wars universe that began on the PS1 game Star Wars... Master of Terra Kasai. <laughs> so when I heard her say, I was like, oh, "That's awesome! I like that." And like, it's an actual. I kind of figured you when, don't when you really did hear much. references earlier. Yeah. That was going to be one of them, and it's because it did one of these. I was like, well, "No, that sounds like something you have to already know what that is." You would, yeah. Like, that, that's just it. Like, it was in, it was in the game, but then after the game came out. That that fighting style became an actual canon. thing, canon to the series. So like when you get a Star Wars encyclopedia, you look in up Terra Kasai, it's in there, That's saying funny. how like what type of martial arts and stuff it is. I was like, yes, I like that. And then we actually see someone kind of use it behind a closed door through a little viewing window. Mm -hmm. I'll take it because they at least acknowledge that this thing is is, is existing. Real. So, I, I did like that. I'm half and half on Lando's character. At it points, I'm like, ah, I like you. And at times, it's, and it's not like, there's, there was something that felt off. Okay. Like a, you ever watch a live um, play? Yeah, I've been to a lot of them. Okay, cool. You can tell when an actor is just kind of like, there playing yeah. their part and that's really it mm -hmm. at some points in the movie that's what it felt like it felt like i'm here because i'm in movie i felt that way whenever he, he was doing his chapter five of his uh, life story on the ship and he was like oh great this is happening now he didn't seem as worried as one would be seeing a lot of people run out and then being shot at and he's just like he's like mm -hmm. oh all right <laughs> Which uh, didn't match his character. I even, thought, when, even when he was seeing his sh his ship get shot at on that yeah, planet, you he thought. would look. He would look and see like the damage, but there was not really much emotion. He's like, "Oh no, okay," and that was it. Yeah, you think he would? It's his ship. It's his baby. Yeah, he mentions that it's his baby. Yeah, so... Like, oh, no, no, no. He mentions that it gets him from A to B casually in a... In, I'm going to call it a poker game. I know what it's called, but... Sabak. poker, Right. Um, I'm going to call it poker, because that's... It's... What it is. 
Alright. <laughs> but, um... Yeah, no, he casually, he's like, yeah, it gets me from A to B. But you can tell, like, when he starts to, like, yeah. But the way he is... smiles when he talks about it, you can tell it means more to he, him. So He just doesn't he... want to say how important it is during the game. Right. Because he, you know, he doesn't want that information out. He's being coy about it. And even when he talks about it, he's like, yeah, I need to lock her up. Like, he actually, you know, he cares about his ship. I think it was impounded, but... What... <laughs> think so too because they had to they had to break on. in to go get it yeah so, no, i keep her locked up somewhere it's like <laughs> no it was impounding and he's like i'm gonna take five percent off which is nice and i don't mean like damn it okay i actually like that line he's like i don't like it i don't agree with it but i'll accept it yeah <laughs> i did like that like other than then just those little bits on this on the, the slave area yeah. like everything else that felt like Lano when you hear the little bits of dialogue about him in Empire you realize just how much of a scumbag he was in the movie in Solo he's a he's an asshole so, so that's why in Empire Han's like whoa what the hell you're in command of Cloud City what you run the, how the hell did you go from cheating in Sabacc to running an entire floating city. So, like, seeing him being a scoundrel, it it was it, nice. It did add to... it. Yeah. But, like I said, I think it was just his actor... There like, was some, there was some parts where I felt like it was maybe it was a bad day on set. I don't think it was him. I think it was the writing. Ooh. And also, the fact that halfway through the movie, Disney had to bring in Ron Howard. So during the jarring moments, it could have been that original that director. time, okay. Because it wasn't always Ron Howard, which, honestly, the only reason I even gave this movie a shot was because of Ron Howard. I love his movies, and he did throw in another Easter egg that only Ron Howard fans would catch. Okay. He puts his brother in every single movie. All of them. And it's not like some little role like we walked in the background mm -hmm. you see his face he gets lines he's an active part of the moment and in this one when you first meet lando and his and l33 mm -hmm. and she's yelling at the robots saying how hey don't be doing this the bald guy that yells back at her that's yeah. his brother yeah and i was like yeah it's like that yeah. that was a nice little thing to see but again Star Wars fans, I, I'm sure a lot of them like Ron Howard films, but if you're not a Ron Howard fan, you're not going to know who the hell that is, so it's great. How about this? I can't say that I know, but I know what character you're talking about, mm. and it's only because he looks familiar. That's it. He looks like Ron Howard. <laughs> a fat, balding, short <laughs> Ron Howard. That's, that's that's all I could like but that was it for me it was just like I saw him and I was like you just look I am not saying that I would have like, recognized him in other Apollo films, 13 just, yes he's very prominent in that movie as one of the people in Mission Control you see him a lot okay and I mean a lot and I'll have to go back and see because I was like that's all I could think of was like he looks familiar and then once that scene passed yeah. I was like that's it um no, no, just go back and watch Paul 13. If I mention scenes and stuff, you probably won't remember. 
it's one of my favorite movies, so I can like play the whole goddamn thing in my head like Ghostbusters. That's that's another podcast. Yeah. Episode, Apollo 13. Not well, yeah, because you know we got to cover Thomas the Tank Engine, and then eventually. There's too many movies. <laughs> I have a few VHS tapes. No. Um, yeah, I just wanted to go back to that real quick. But no, I think the jarring parts with uh, Donald Glover were just because he's probably being directed by someone else at that time. It could have been. Yeah, I can see so that. that. I, can, I can see that. Like, even in, in the very, very beginning, when Han's, like, running, doing all that stuff, it felt different, even acting-wise, to the rest of the movie. And it's kind of funny, because you don't... You don't recognize these you feel them as a person but you don't recognize these things but like a director their job is really important they don't just sit there and be like okay that's, that's good enough Cut. like no it's what? like i need you to play exactly like this to get the image that yeah. is inside my head yeah like they read the script and then they whatever they visualize in that script mm-hmm. they have to put on film or Whatever they use nowadays, <laughs> discs, whatever. Flash so like drives? the emotion that the director thinks is appropriate, the actor has to show. And that director has to get his point across to yeah. the actor. So it's a tough job to be a director. Like you're up at all hours. You have to be there for the editing. To figure out if there's gonna be reshoots. Like, and once again, it's because you have a, you have a picture in your head. Yeah. And you have to have it like that. You have to have it in the picture in your head. Because if you don't, then you're going to have to... And you don't pay attention to certain actors. Mm-hmm. Act, an actor can be good. And they can play a scene the way they feel is right. Yeah. But is it right for the overall um, side of the movie? Yeah. And the problem is, is if the director isn't there to be like, I understand what you're doing, but I need you to do this instead. Yeah, it's like... I know what you want to do. I know you feel it should be like this, but that's not the character right now. So let's, and most directors like, let's try it this way. Let's try it, let's give it a shot. If it doesn't work this way either, then we'll figure something else out. Right. But let's go with what I have visualized. Exactly. And the only exceptions I would say to that would be comedies. To a certain extent. To a certain extent. Because <laughs> you don't want... A Ghostbuster 2016 situation <laughs> okay. where the director is giving four comedic actresses uh, free reign of doing what they want. And the entire movie is them trying to one-up each other through improv. They don't follow the script. Improv can work, but to a degree. I think a good example would be Caddyshack. Well, no, because movies like Caddyshack, there was some improv, but the fact that the writer was a very good comedian... And he also directed the film. He knew. Well, actually, he knew his actors. He knew how to write for them. When I was growing up, for me, it was, and I don't care what anybody says, it was Jim Carrey. In the nineties, yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. That when he before he went before he went to sing, <laughs> like Ace Ventura, right? Like, um, but not even just that. Like you, you have Bruce Almighty, you have Liar, Cable Liar, guy. and Cable Guy, which no one really likes. I love that movie. It's a great movie. Um. Jim Carrey will have these moments where he's like, "Me, myself, and Irene." Yeah, I'm gonna do. I'm gonna do this thing. Oh nope. The best example, Man on the Moon, when he became Andy Kaufman, and during the while well, filming, 
like, a lot of people that knew Annie Kaufman were kind of freaked out because Jim Carrey started doing Kaufman mannerisms that only close friends and relatives would know. Mm-hmm. And so for the movie, a, there was some improv moments that even the director was like, the director, director, director. So I was to say his name, it's Milo, uh, <laughs> I can't think of his last name. Oh, I, I'm lost on names. It's, it's on the tip of my tongue, it's going to piss me off. You're going to figure it out as soon as the podcast ends. Probably. I'll, I will throw it in there. <laughs> and he, he, he'll yell it right after I it ends. I will edit it in there. <laughs> um, fuck, it's Milo. God damn it. Whatever. You have the power of Google, by the way. Oh, that's right. Yeah, we, I can we, talk. We live in the future. But um, I think that's a perfect example of a comedy-wise where the actor knows better than the, the director. director. They got the script, they read it, they know what to do. A bad example, Jared Leto as Joker. Just Jared Leto. <laughs> no, I can't see that. He was good in Blade Runner 2049. Okay. <laughs> because I, that one actually fits Jared Leto as a person. The Joker, I'm not even, I'm not even a say that's his fault. That's the director and the writer's fault for making him into Hot Topic. I think he would be a good Joker if they let him be the Joker. No. Don't I, let him be Hot Topic. I, we'll get into that later. We might not get into that movie, though, because I'm not watching that trash again. Um, no. No, I can't. I, can't. I, I watched it once. I barely watched um, I'm I'm good. I know Neil's enough. Foreman. It's <laughs> buying him time I'm to sorry, say I that. I had to do it. I had to. But yeah, no, no, no. So like in the, so okay, the director so is important. See, yeah, so the director is the fact important. That so I'm glad Disney recognized that. Okay, this ain't working. This director is not giving us anything right now. I don't know why they brought in Ron Howard. I don't know. I I don't know the in backstory the for that. But the only thing I can think of was, like I said before we recorded, he worked with George Lucas before on American Graffiti, so he already had. At least that in common. Yeah. He, so that's the only thing I can think of other than he is one of the best directors. I would put him maybe two slots below Spielberg in the way of directing. It depends um, on w- what era, era of Spielberg we're talking about. I would put up any Ron Howard film against any Spielberg film. Now, I... There's a difference. It has to be in the same category. I, I can't put Apollo 13 up against Indiana Jones. Right. Two different genres. Um, no, so keep the well, genres the I mean, same like, area. For example, um, for me, is when Steven Spielberg started to kind of like dip into this eh phase. Yeah, all, all directors have an eh phase. Yeah. It happens. Um, I love the movie. Which movie? But I'm... It is definitely a watch once movie for me, and I, I, I think I've explained watch once movies. Yeah. Okay. Um, Super Eight. That's a watch once movie. Doesn't be like what's all what, what's all the hubbub about? Right. I, I, I well, wanna... I just went to know the mystery at the time yeah. because I saw the trailers and I was like, was that Spielberg? It was. Huh. I think. It, yeah. No. 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 I am at least ninety five percent sure. Because it didn't feel like a Spielberg movie. Exactly. Maybe I mean, he produced it? 
could be, and that might have been the reason, but... Around... He just gave money to have it made. He didn't have... It. Well, I'm checking. I'm you checking. Go ahead. But maybe that's the case, but... I Super 8 wrong, by the way. <laughs> now, that actually makes a lot of sense. Okay. So it's uh, not uh, oh, George wasn't. Lucas. No. Not no. George Lucas, Stephen. It's not him either. Who was it? J.J. Abrams. Ah, produced by Spielberg. Produced. You saw his okay. name in the opening okay. credits as producer. That's that's what it was. He helped fund fund the film. film. Yeah. Okay. Because that it makes like a it, lot of sense. It feels then. like a Jar Jar like... film. It feels like it. And so I was like, I don't know. I can't. I gotta check this because I don't think that's Spielberg at all. That's he did okay. E.T. and Close Encounters. He can't <laughs> fuck the up that bad. <laughs> I know he messed right, up hold on, with hold Crystal on, Skulls, but there we go. That's that's one that was oof. All right, no, no, no. There had to have been a movie around that time because I know he had his phase because like it was right around two thousand three where it was kind of like that's it. And this is of course I also watched like. And this could have also been produced as well, but um, the animations. Okay. Um, Freakazoid, Animaniacs, Tiny so Toons. on, and Tiny Toons. All it, Spielberg. It, right, properties, exactly. I'm so glad they're bringing back. Um, so after kind of that, I don't remember anything that Steven Spielberg, and I was like, wow. He, he kind of stopped for a while. Wait, he probably felt like, you know what? I'm out. I've done enough. I'm gonna take. I'm gonna step back for a bit. That, By the way, I don't know if this story is true. It was either George Lucas or it was Steven Spielberg. Don't know if this short story is true, but I like the story regardless. <laughs> so, um, how did Steven Spielberg get his or George Lucas? You can put any name in there. Get his big time into making it into Hollywood. It wasn't some script. It wasn't some this and that or the other. Porn. Could have been porn. Um, but the story goes that he just walked in. Um, he picked an office and decided to put his name up on the door. And they were like, oh, hey. Um... That's Spielberg. <laughs> oh, so that story is true. I'm pretty sure that's Spielberg. That's <laughs> like, what he I don't said. care if it's true. <laughs> but, so, we'll get back to Solo here in a second. I need to tell us one quick thing. Cause it, it goes with Spielberg is putting his name on the door. Um I don't know how big of a James Bond fan you are. I don't so, know. So, so. Do you know George Lazenby? Yes. Okay, cool. So, he never acted before. He did really nothing before doing Honor <laughs> Majesty's, Majesty's Secret Service, which is my number two favorite Bond film, right underneath Casino Royale. Okay. The new one, not the 1960s, whereas Jimmy Bond. Was great. I don't like the black and white ones, bad. Anyways, he went in. They asked him what movies he's done before during the audition. Okay. He's like, okay, I need to come up with movies and directors' <laughs> names that'll be really hard to locate but sound real. So they gave him like Belgian names and like just random shit where it's like they can try to look it up but they won't find anything. And he even said like, oh yeah, like little independent things for so-and-so. This is what yeah. it was called. And he lied his way to the entire thing. All of That's it. the goal, by the way. And got the job. 
<laughs> that is a goal of mine. I almost did it with um, a paralegal, but because I don't know how to read, um, as well as others can read, mind you. But I'm terrible at it. But I faked my way through the job for at least four or five years. <laughs> That's doable. Um, but yeah, it's just that. Um, but yeah, director, it's important. So that's why I feel Donald Glover, even just the movie in general, at some parts felt kind of like, eh, this is weird. The acting is that uh, it's no noticeably different. Weird. Um, but, I mean, it's still all right. Um, I'm trying to think, think I'm of thinking other, about uh, pros. Pro, yeah, like... I brought this up, and I don't... Uh, you can take it how you will. It's not a pro or anything. It's just, like, something to bring up. But Han shot first. <laughs> I call that a pro because I think that part that Ron Howard did, or even like what the writers did also, was a good dig at all the people that say that Greedo shot first. Like, Beckett was mid-sentence, and Han shoots him in the chest. But he does it, and then immediately he reacts to it in a, what I would say, at the time for his character. Well, how about this? Not Maybe not for his character, but for the person that he was at the time. Even if it wasn't Han Solo, but as a person. Mm -hmm. um, he shot him, and then he immediately ran over to him. Yeah, because I think... He Han, did it out of survival. Yeah, like Han knew, Beckett will kill me. Exactly. This isn't some... I can't talk my way out of this. I know what he's, what he's capable of. Mm -hmm. He will kill me when he's done with his sentence. I need to shoot first, so he does, and he's like, "Yeah," because he he looked up to Becky as a mentor mm -hmm. and oh, definitely a friend at that point. Like they kind of went through a lot in a short amount of time. Betrayed. Yeah, so I think he realized like I have to do this. I don't want to. Um, that's like runs to his side, holds him, <laughs> and like it feels bad about it, but it was yeah. survival. It was he survival had to do it and. We and go shows... back to the Guido thing. Guido. Whoa, not Guidos. Those are people from New Jersey. My... <laughs> the Guido. Guido, thank you because... for correcting me because I will mess that it up. It goes a with lot. it. Like, Guido will shoot you. So Han's like, I'm going to get you first. And so he does. Yeah. So it. it it's funny how that that was put in there. Yeah. And as you said, it's basically as like a little bit of a snipe. It's like it's out of survival. Like his job, is, his person. He's a smuggler at this point. Yeah. His job is to do survive. His, yeah, like do his job, survive. So he'll do what he needs to do to make sure he comes out on top. If he has to shoot someone, he's gonna do it. He's not exactly a clean person. Like, even during New Hope, he's not with the Rebels. He's no. not... He's still a scoundrel. He's a he's a bad guy. Just happening like, hey, okay, we'll drop these kids off. The kid and the old man over at Alderaan. We get some good money. Fuck it. Well, why not? Let's do it. Yeah. He's still a piece of shit. And he is very motivated by money, funds. Which money. is Makes very sense. noticeable throughout this whole movie. Like, yeah. I mean, he still wants to get back with that girl, but he also wants to get money, get his own ship, and then everything's about money to him. It's the exactly. Whole... And then, like, even his last, like, plan... So, I did appreciate this. It was a small tibbet, and I had a feeling once... Kind of like I said, 
they were going to do a double thingy, double cross thingy. So he goes to tell his plan to Beckett. And they don't let you listen in on the plan. And then he goes and he makes the plan with Kalali. I don't know her name. Keely. Kylie. Kylie? Kara? Kara is what we agreed on, I think. For the girl? Yeah, I don't know her name. Kiara? Kiara. That's how I pronounce Something. it. Um, anyways, but he goes to make that plan with her. Mm-hmm. And once again, you don't hear the plan. He's like, yeah, I got a plan. And then they jump cut to the action of the plan instead of going through the plan. Yeah. So when the double cross thing comes, or not double cross, but the uh, switcheroo comes around, you're kind of like, oh, okay. I mean, yeah, I could see this kind of coming, but at least I didn't, I didn't get a aha moment, which is great because I hate that moment in which the main character comes up with this super duper plan that they're following to the T and then at the last minute you find out that he he knew he was going to get double crossed so he did this instead yeah cuz then it's like like no you just laid out your entire plan yeah. and none of this was mentioned so no you did not this is just plot armor at this point um, but them not, not revealing the plan, <coughs> oh, I'm dying, um, them not revealing the plan at all, and just having you watch it. That was nice. That was great. Yeah. I like that. That's fine. I wish more movies Then you see would... Beckett come in afterwards, be like, Which? you son of a bitch. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> it made it, I mean, I had a feeling the whole time, like, in, in the overall overall of the entire movie he's gonna do something because he does say in the middle don't trust anybody mm-hmm. and when characters say things like that it's not just once again if it's mentioned in dialogue, the movie it's, then it's gonna be used there's a reason on. yeah especially something from him so I mean we all knew but it was it was the, the way that it, it was done better than other movies. Right. He does it, it's like, ah, oh, god damn it. But then the fact that he also double crosses Crimson Dawn, <laughs> that part, I was like, <laughs> okay, because you just said you don't ever do that. Yeah. Because of the personal army, but you were like, oh, dick. I'm like, oh, yeah, no. Okay. He, he immediately, he immediately, as soon as he found out that he's like, oh, so, um,. Then it's just us, basically. He's like, okay. Yeah. i like, all right, come on, Chewie, pick up the shit. Let's go. Yeah, that part was more like, <laughs> oh, shit. You're so sure of yourself. You're going against an entire intergalactic gang. Okay. Well, to be fair, if it's in his he was so. to sell off the Galaxian crystals, yeah. he, he would have been well off. Oh, yeah, he could he... buy his own personal army. <laughs> yeah, he like, would have been well off. He can get a good ship with just one canister right. of that stuff. So, so, yeah, that is... um. But still, the fact that like he did it. He just straight does it, and the way he does it, it's like, okay, cool, and then... I was waiting for... I, I understand why they didn't do it. It is mentioned, like, minutes after it's done... 
Um, but he doesn't kill head boss man. I don't know his name. Derek. We'll call him Derek. He looked Dry- like Dryden. Oh, Dryden. Close enough. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but he goes pew pew. He's like, all right, let's go. And he's out. Well, it's like, why waste time? Just You have his stuff, get out. I do. Because I mean, mm. I, it made sense because he would have to deal with Han and Kiara. So let them fight each other while he can escape. I So he knew what disagree. Dryden... I don't think he knew Dryden would go after Han next. Like, okay, let Han and him battle out real quick. That'll buy me a couple of minutes at least before Han dies. I hate to say it. I disagree for the... One, Han's pistol was still stowed away yeah. under the lid. No, no, no. They took it out the lid. They put it somewhere else. They, they put it on they like a table. They tossed it away. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Um, so, he jumps over the couch realistically, and after he took out the hired guns, he was the only one with the blaster in the room. Mm-hmm. I hate to say it, but you left your, your ends loose there, buddy. You you set yourself up. I'm not saying that you didn't. I just... <laughs> oh, yeah. No, no, no. I just, just I feel like his advocates. character... I feel like his character, like, especially with, yeah. like, don't trust nobody. He would have killed all of them. Yeah, he would have killed all of them. And then um, he would have kept Chewie alive. And the reason is because he would have been able to carry it with no problems. But then shoot him afterwards. Probably. Or he knew that Chewie would lose his shit if, if he shot Han. Han. Okay. And a Wookiee can rip your arm out of your socket. <laughs> so <laughs> you show him holding the two arms yeah like, so something like perhaps maybe Becky was like okay if i shoot han the wookiee won't help me if han stays alive at least if chewie thinks he's alive i can keep him around a little bit to do, what do I need my to bidding do. i get and then since i'm done with him i can just shoot him later i have a question uh-huh and this this goes into the thoughts of bad guys. Where was he fucking run, walking to? There was no other ship. Who, Beckett? Yeah. Was he going to hide out on the, on this planet? Near miles away from... there? Where was he going? There must have been some place nearby. The, there had to have been. There had to have been only because like... Maybe like a little town when they, they gone to. When they did like the zoom out of everything. Yeah. There was... It's just like a beach. Yeah, there was nothing. There must have been... He... I don't think Beck would just leave. He must have had something in place. It just wasn't mentioned. Uh, again, Devil's Advocate, I think he had something in place. There could have been like a little village, river village nearby he was walking to. Yeah, because where they were at... Because even when they said refinery, and when they get there, I was... I was... Because you have your thoughts on what a refinery looks like. Not like that. That was... But again, this is different uh, right. stuff. So. And different technology. So. But it's just the fact that you get there and you're like, oh, there's, it's like a... It's not even a village. It's a few huts. Yeah. And it, they're, if you even want to call them that. Workshops, even, maybe? Work, we'll call them workshops. Workshops, because there was, there was nothing there. Yeah, literally. There was landing pads. Um, barely. <laughs> I think, was I think there was a total anything. of I think there was a total of four that I saw, but they weren't even in good shape. So no. I'm like, there was barely like they didn't get enough business. So it's like, well, we can't upkeep this stuff. Fuck it, let it rot. That's the only thing I can think of because there's it's just 
So but I'm just wondering there must where the been, fuck was he going to? There, there must have been something. Um, they just didn't... It, it wasn't important at that point because I, they they were going to kill him. So why... Even bother... Because then it'd be like, okay, now Han can just use that to get off later. So it's like, eh, let's just have it be a little bit more suspenseful. He, Beckett's dead. The Falcon's gone. Yep. He has no ship because Kiara took the other one to go to <laughs> with, yeah. with Darth Maul, which, uh-huh. oh, God. like you said earlier, it was sequel bait, but the movie did so bad, it didn't, didn't matter. Yeah. I'm actually glad I don't, I don't... Han fighting Darth Maul would have just been the stupidest goddamn thing on the planet. They shouldn't have had... We'll, when we get to the cons, we'll start with Darth Maul. Yeah, okay. Um, I mean, that's really... Then having him go back and actually win the ship and be like, okay, yeah, I know which how was cheat funny, now. exactly, yeah. Him showing the card at the table like that though, to me, that have been risky and also because just, everyone else would be like, hold on, you have the card, you've been cheating, exactly. So it's like, uh, don't ever do that again. Do that, but afterwards. we know how he's arrogant. So, yeah. but again. It's like finalizing with like, okay, now you got your ship. Cool, whatever. And then it ends. Great. Yeah. Done. Um, We're going to go deal with the huts. Which <laughs> I don't think they should have mentioned just yet because Han's already pretty old during New Hope. So, and there wasn't that big of a debt between Han and the huts during New Hope. So, you don't need to show that or even mention that he might yeah. be going with that gang. Oh, no. And they definitely make it seem that as soon as they got on the Millennium Falcon... Let's go Tatooine! Exactly. Woo! Just like immediately well, it's like... not Tatooine because the Huts had a good section of that system under their they, control. The only reason I say Tatooine is because they mentioned it. Did they? Did they, they say did. Tatooine? Um, Beckett did. Son of a bitch. Okay, then. Yeah. He did then mention... Then it'd be going to Tatooine. Exactly. So that's what he'd be going then. That's why I was kind of like... I, I'm cool with Beckett mentioning it, because he knows all these rival gangs. So cool. But Han being like, hey, let's go there. Like, how about you... We don't need you to mention that right now. That should be 20 years later. And you son of a bitch. The other thing is, too, I was okay, and maybe you were okay with this, too. I And by the way, your reaction was you probably just glossed over it. Yeah, I mean... It happens. Um... It was okay that they mentioned at the beginning, but they don't necessarily say the huts. They just a gangster yeah. on Tatooine. I mean, okay, and then you would have figured it out two by two or whatever. But then, like, leave it. Yeah, just leave it. Because even in um, the Force, of, Force Awakens, Force Awakens, um, um, they're doing some random job. What? At Han and Chewie. Oh, yeah. Right, right, right. So, so Which, this oh. is exactly. Oh. It, they could have just like, just do that. Something. Yeah. No. Like, hey, um, uh, I don't know. I'm trying to. I'm just off the top of my head. Just obviously. get in the ship and leave. Don't even say anything. <laughs> just get in the ship and leave. Yeah. And where would they get in the next job? Well, the same way he got the first one. Yeah. It's just Ooh. random happenstance. Yeah. But those are the pros I had. Cons, let's just start with Darth Maul. Both of us have a gripe with this one. Yeah. Darth Maul should have never been there in the first place. We don't get like he survived. I don't like 
how his lightsaber looks. I didn't like the fact that he showed up as the the head syndicate, blah blah blah. For I was, he's a goddamn Sith Lord. Yeah, this is he survived being cut in half, mm-hmm. dropping down a pit, and then everything happened during Clone Wars. He survived. Yeah. So he wouldn't just be a part of a little rink-a-dink syndicate. Yeah. He would be way more powerful right now. Not only that, but he would be... Because during the... Well... It just felt out of place. It, it, like, it was stupid. It, it felt like fans were like, what else can we throw in this real quick? Yeah. Darth Maul, do it. That's, that, that's honestly what it felt, what it like. felt like. It's like, um... I'm, I'm sorry. No. I'm really sad that he wasn't in a wheelchair, though. Um... I'm keeping that. that that's fine. <laughs> I want to see him in a wheelchair. Not not a hover chair. Because I was thinking about the hover chair thing we were talking about. No. I still want to see him in a wheelchair. All right. Um, but yeah, no, no, no. The, I really did not like how he looked. His lightsaber looked stupid. He felt extremely out of place. It didn't make any sense. I just... I feel like it was an fucking... afterthought that they probably did reshoots for it just honestly if they just took him out and had like Grand Moff Tarkin show up instead and having the Crimson Dawn now being a part of the Empire yeah which I I first when they got to the town and the we'll call them the Rebels because that's what they're leading up to yeah um when the Rebels were like yeah so they do this this and that I thought they were leading up to that they did work with yeah the Empire, but it felt dropped mm. immediately. <laughs> no, seriously, it's like, eh, okay, we're, we're done with that part. Yep. Just, but no, like, I think it would have been better if, don't, not Darth Vader, not Palpatine, no. or Palpatine, everyone has it, no Darth Maul. I was actually, when I saw the cloak at first, because I was thinking, alright, maybe they're just really fucking up the voice, I thought at first that it was going to be Palpatine. Me too. Then he I takes was like... The, then, I was like, don't, don't, don't do this. <laughs> That's what I thought. Then it made it worse by having the Darth Maul, which it's like, okay, now you need, since you showed him, you have to explain everywhere, he, what he's been doing between that movie and A New Hope. And they don't have beyond. to, because that's how we got Han Solo, or Solo, whatever. Like, just do a book. <laughs> do something, like, the fact that they just... <laughs> had him be there in the first place is like okay well what i think now? that's part of that sequel bait um there wasn't sequel bait until in most movies of course do this they wait up until the very end yeah to make you feel like oh yeah no there's gonna be another movie and the thing is the problem with this sequel bait is it's so weak mm-hmm. that it works for them. And let me tell you why. Because there's not going to be another Han Solo movie. Ever. Exactly. So, with it being weak enough to where that's just a fuck up and we can forget about that and then move on. Yeah. No one's going to be asking for a Han Solo 2 or a Solo 2. Okay. So, that's okay. If it was something a little bit more powerful, if it was something a little bit more like okay, I want to ha- know what happens next. And you always get those movies. You always get a movie where you're like, I want to know, like, I gotta wait for the next movie for this? You're yeah. kidding me? 
Like, no, this was this was weak enough to where it ended, and you're like, I'm fine with it ending. Yeah. Like I said, Solo was not a bad movie. It's, it's just... It's not, it's, I wouldn't say it's a bad Star Wars, it's just not it's a, really, a Star Wars. It really isn't. It's a very weak Star Wars movie, and it felt like they, it's, it's an origin movie. It's always these origin movies. They yeah, have to, like, oh, like, so when I was a kid, origin stories, because it wasn't just movies, it was like episodes or this and that mm-hmm. so origin stories were always a thing that needed to happen eventually especially if a character was really liked yeah where did he get his sword from well this is how he got it yeah i bought it off a merchant i was like and, i don't know i found it in a tree why does why does ron have a naked mole rat his dad is allergic to other pets. Deferred. Yeah, so you got a naked mole rat. It's like... Is that a impossible thing? It was. Yeah, hey, I got that reference. Yeah. <laughs> All right. <laughs> but but that's what it was, though. Like, when I was a kid, those origin story things, they were, they were always presenting them as, like, every little detail was extremely important, and it defined it because of this. Okay. And usually the result was very weak. Like, you... Could explain like at any episode, um, it could have been explained that Ron's dad was allergic to other animals. It didn't even have to be. It could have been a cut scene, not a cut scene, a, a side scene, jump cut. Mm-hmm. No, what does Family Guy call him? Right. I okay. Dude, I haven't watched Family Guy. <laughs> but they have like... a certain like term for it where. I don't know, Bron's dad sneezes while passing a dog or something. I don't know. Yeah. He's like, okay, he's allergic to animals. Make him a rat. Got you. It's, and now, the also reason why I brought that up is because Disney was a fan of these. The Star Wars and or just the jump the, cut things? No, no, no. Um, origin Origins, stories. Okay. And the biggest disappointment to them all is Atlantis... Return of Milo Thatch. Never heard of it. Exactly, and thank God you had it. It is... Woof. Well, keep in mind, I don't even like Disney. Yeah. So usually, when the movie comes out, it's like, when I see a little Disney logo pop up, I'm like, oh, I'm automatically, I don't care. The exceptions would be Wally, the first Toy Story. Bolt is good. I went back and I watched it recently. That's why I read it. It is. Um, I just really like the pen in it reference. Now I'm doing it everywhere now. Yeah, I, I even know. do it with my customers. <laughs> um, um, but yeah, it's as an origin story though. It it just does. It's we didn't need we got his origin story through A New Hope and Empire. We <clears> learned <throat> about him. Right. So we now, didn't. If this was now, it was funny how you brought this up. This was last week when you said it. Watch it as a like a fan made Star Wars movie. Yeah. I can accept that. I can accept that. Yeah, this is just... something like I watched on YouTube. Uh, even if the effects weren't like they are in the movie, totally satisfied yeah. with that. Like as because that's what it felt a like. A fan film, it's good. As it's a fan fiction. A canon Star Wars movie, it's like it was weak. Weak. It mm-hmm. there they could have been a lot more and I really, at, but again, at this time, Disney was banking on the Star Wars name. Oh, yeah. They were pumping out one movie 
every year. And that's why we plus got TV Avatar shows 7. and all of this crap. Yeah. And then I, with this, I'm glad this movie came out because it showed Disney like, hey, just because it says Star Wars on it, you're giving us mean... Star Wars fatigue right now. Like, there's you're not we're, we're not excited anymore. We don't care. You're doing too much. We don't want a Boba Fett movie anymore. Well, we don't want. Let's any jump of this. back a little bit. Why was Star Wars so popular? Or not? Why was it so popular? But why were people so excited when A Force Awakens came out? Because it was fucking decades in between three yeah. and seven. Like it. It was a long. We waited so long. We, we to had, have a story after. Sure, we had the cartoon. Some cartoon shows like yeah. But to be Clone fair, Wars, if you didn't Rebels, have cable, you Wars couldn't watch those. Yeah, and like, it was a long time. But again, at that point, we all thought it, it was wrapped up. The Emperor's dead. There's Balance of the Force. We got the prequels. <laughs> we got Anakin's back. So we, we have... Yeah. Everything is wrapped up in a nice package. And then they're like, hey, this story continues. Yeah. And they're like, oh, shit. They're bringing it back. Yeah. So at that point, you're excited. Then, um, then you, you see get, it. Then you like, see Rogue One. At that point, that came out a year later. You're that, like, it was like I a thought year. that was after Solo. Mm-mm. It was, it was before? before. It was before okay. Solo. I think it was before Solo. Yeah, I'm seventy five percent. I'll look it up real quick. Yeah, I think uh, Rogue One did come out before Solo, because I saw Rogue One. I didn't see any commercials on it. I just saw it. The poster on the movie, uh, on the side of the movie theater. I was like. Oh fuck! Another Star Wars movie, and then like at that time the next day I got like mugs for it and stuff from um, from uh, our team in the legal office. Okay. Which was I was like, oh man, I'm like I want to see this now, and uh, that movie blew my mind away. I loved it, and then like a year later, Solo. I'm pretty sure that's how it happened. I'm looking real <laughs> quick. Because I, I just want to yeah. know what which one came first. All right. Well, you know, Han yeah. shot first. Rogue but one they came had first. To, Solo they had was 2018. that. <laughs> Solo was 2018. Well, they didn't want him to shoot first. Um, bu- 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 like, you know, Rogue movies one. are shot. No, buddy. Holy shit. Rogue One came out in 2016. Yeah. And then Solo okay. was two yeah. years later. So it would so be... It was two years later. Fourth Awakens, oh. Rogue One, Last Jedi, Solo. Go. That's what happened. So yeah, by the, when you got to Rogue One, a year later, you were kind of like, um, we just saw Force Awakens, and we're kind of waiting for the second yeah, one like, to come from the Force Awakens. Hyped up exactly. for Rogue One. And then not only that, it's like this is the story that takes place like, like right before the first movie. So it's yeah, like, at that time, I was, we already well. We'll get, we'll get, get to that, that point. It's but just, it's like so, and then you get the Han Solo movie after three Star Wars movies just came out, and you're just like, no one. And not cared. only that, and that one I actually saw like the trailers to, and I was like, I haven't even seen the last one that just came out. I've seen the other two, and I was pretty satisfied with the last one. I was meh about the first one, and then you know you now have this one, which feels very. Like, you needed, you needed something to be out. Yeah, which you don't. Didn't. It, they were doing the same thing, like, with Marvel, with a movie. Yeah. It's too and, much. And They're that was kind much. of the problem with Marvel. Like, you know, you got to a point, like, I I know you don't, 
I actually like the Marvel movies up until a certain well, point. I like the first two Captain Americas. I like the first Captain America. I enjoyed Winter Soldier, but... Um, I'm like half and half. That's fair. Um, Iron Man's where I started in the series. And I was like, yeah! And then these other ones came out. I was like, cool! And then... And then it was like two or three a year. Yeah! Like, like, um... Take a break. Like, okay, um... Ant-Man and the Wasp, and uh, this one, and another Thor movie. Uh, I mean, I didn't even really like the first Thor movie, so I guess I'm gonna skip this one. And then you have a cool character like Black Panther, but I already know you guys are already dished out so many movies right now. They're playing a... A certain violin tune, and I already know how that one's gonna play out. Honestly, kind of done. That actor deserved a better Black Panther movie. That movie was shit. They robbed him good. I want to also point out another thing, though. Back to that origin story thing. Marvel. That that's uh, all their movies. So like, well, other than the sequels after, they're just like, all. I don't. I think if they just gave each one of the Avengers one movie, one, you'd be more excited. Like, have Iron Man, Thor, Captain America, uh, then go ahead and do fucking Endgame. Mm-hmm. Not Endgame, well, Infinity Wars. Yeah, there we go. And then do Ant-Man, Black Widow. Just do it that way. You don't need to have everyone have three or four movies. We didn't need movies. Infinity Wars. Well, okay, let me explain why we... Yeah, I'd agree with that. Infinity Wars doesn't work as one movie. And I'm not saying Infinity Wars in-game. No, no, no. Infinity Wars on its own. It would have been a lot better because you have all these characters and you're trying to jam them in into a two-hour flick. Yeah, that's why I didn't like Infinity Wars. I liked Endgame because there was less people. And we were less... Half the cast is already dead. (laughs) We weren't jumping around as much. There was a coherent thing. Well, it's not to say that Infinity Wars wasn't coherent. It's just... We're here. We're here. We're here. We're here. Okay, we gotta. Oh god, we gotta yeah. go check on the other characters. But then quick. like, Disney saw that doing. Then like, let's do it with Star Wars now. It's like, yeah, you don't need to. Nope. We don't need these backstories. Like, just stop. Like when I saw a trailer for Solo, like I don't want to see this. Solo well, would have been an appropriate movie before Force Awakens. Uh, oh, yeah. Because at that time, Does give there us, hasn't been any Star Wars yeah, anything. Yeah, it'd be a good little teaser, like, hey, yeah, like, hey we're making stuff again. Here's, here's a, little... a Han Solo movie. People are like, oh, shit. A Han Solo movie, you say? I liked him. Okay. And Not then, to say that the movie was... But, you know, I, I think if it I actually would, came out... I would feel the same about it, story-wise, right. but I would... But... I, I, I still like it. I'd be like, okay... That's kind of weird. Doesn't really some of the stuff doesn't go with his character, but he's younger. Whatever, I can let things pass. Yeah, it's it's a it's a it's it would have made money, at least. Yeah, it would have. But um, and then we rolled into Force Awakens, where people would have been excited for that anyways. Yeah. And yeah. The excitement I think would have been a little bit bigger because it's like okay, now we're getting new characters, right. and we still get Han Solo again. Right. Okay. What's What's going to happen? But, honestly, I think the main thing that really screwed over Solo was the mm-hmm. fact that Last Jedi came out the same around the same time. Yeah. Because, I think it came out before. It did. Yeah, and Last Jedi, I, I once I saw that movie, I was done 
with everything Star Wars. I I just I didn't care anymore. Like they bastardized the entire series. So and the, who's gonna see Star Wars movies? Fans of Star Wars. And little kids. What yeah, and they're not gonna see a Han Solo movie. They're not gonna see someone just running around and doing stuff. That's not what they want to see. And then with the new quote unquote fans that think Ray is the best thing since sliced bread, is they're not going Yeah. Really? Well, I I think it's died down a bit because you can actually talk bad about the Ray character now and not be labeled as a misogynist pig. Oh, okay. I got a lot of flack for really hating <laughs> her during Last Jedi. Like, I, I, I unjoined I the think... Star Wars subreddit because oh, and I I would have good reasonings behind why I didn't like Ray. Like, I don't hate the actress. It's just the way they're doing the characters, like, no. And so, like, the fans of Ray aren't going to watch a movie about a male character because they want women, they want, you know, female power yeah. in their movies. And the woman in this one was and captured. And once we get to this point, I, I will go back and talk about these different females, but not in Han Solo movie because, woof. There are only two. And L three wins out of the two. Well, could then as three is Kiara, <laughs> Beckett's um, significant other. If oh yeah, 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 yeah. But I liked her. I liked her yeah. character. She was someone that was like, if you fucking look at me wrong, I'm gonna put a laser through your skull. Like she you, was a survivor. You know, that from the second oh, you know what you see her, don't mess with her. She was. I guess I, it's a good contrast between the two. Between the, her and Beckett? No, um, well, no, uh, the two female characters that were in the movie. Okay, I was like, okay. and the oh, reason Beckett why, well, the reason why I say that is because of the way they survive. Yeah, she survives by putting a bullet through your skull. She survives by being, um, what cunning? Not cunning. Um, what she even says is, she's like, um, find the weakness, use it. Yeah. Yeah. So, she uses her own strengths. Yeah, but it's like, the way that they used their own strengths were believable. Yeah. It wasn't yeah. like Ray being like, <laughs> oh, I, I oh, I can know the Force? I know everything now. Blah, 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 blah. I'm telling you, Ray's character would have worked out so much better if she was joking half the time. Or just don't have her, but... Oh, well, no, no, I like that scene where she just like does the Jedi mind trick thing. I'm telling you, she did it as a joke. And it doesn't work? It, yeah. And the, like, the Stormtrooper... The, yeah, Stormtrooper. Because um, I don't know what they're called after that. At that, that point. If they're still Stormtroopers. or Okay. Anyways, if she was to do it jokingly, and then the Stormtrooper was to go along with it and be like, what do you think you are, Jedi? And then, like, walks off. <laughs> yeah. Or it's something to that effect. That would have been... That would have been great. And then you'd be like, okay, she's a person too. Yeah, but well. Anyways, we'll get to that eventually. In like three Four. Four. The next is Rogue One. Four. Yeah. Okay. So we got Rogue One, broke. the original trilogy. Yeah. And then the garbage. <laughs> uh, saving the for last. Cons. Honestly, just Darth Maul. Um, 
a little bit of writing or it just felt jarring, which we discussed already because yeah. the director and all that stuff. Um, the one thing that really annoyed me mm-hmm. was in the beginning, right before Han signs up to join the Imperial Army, he sees the commercial on the TV. And it's they're playing the Imperial Death March, but <laughs> yes. kind of weird. Yeah. I was like, that's stupid. That is the stupidest thing in this movie so far. <laughs> I, um, do, I was like, what the shit? <laughs> but other than those few things and the fact that it just it didn't feel like Star Wars, it could have just been a generic space movie. And... That that's about it. Like overall, I liked it. It's a fun film. It's forgettable though. It's definitely forgettable. It's it's not a movie. I'd be like, ugh, I don't want to watch. Yeah, it. it's but it's like, just like yeah, right. But then like when you mention back to it, what? Yeah. Yeah. Like it's uh, not. Yeah. People aren't gonna remember it. People will remember Rogue One a lot more than this movie. I would hope. Um, so far I've heard from other people gotcha people like oh yeah there was a solo movie right like people just don't that's the worst thing mm-hmm. to happen to a piece of art because like I'm, I'm a huge movie person so i consider movies as art film as art even if it's bad like ready player one it's their it's their perspective or so artistic people yeah everyone has different perspectives of art so but like the worst thing to happen to a piece of art is being forgotten yeah. And this movie is going to be one of them. And it's not fair to the actors. I feel that they did their job to the best of their abilities. Like, they didn't have too much to work with in the beginning. Um, it wasn't a necessary movie. And honestly, if you replace the Star Wars ships with anything else, like a generic spaceship, it wouldn't take away from the movie and wouldn't add anything. It would still be the exact same Thing. Which would have been forgotten either way. Yeah, so it's like, um, it's just... If, uh, outside of this podcast, of course, but if you were to ask people, and I would love to try this later, to name off the Star Wars movies just on memory, would you say that they would bring it up? The average person? Yeah, the average. No. The average person probably wouldn't bring in Rogue One either. Yeah, that's but fair. you're you will have a better chance of getting a Rogue One out of a person than a Solo. Than Solo, which is the worst thing to happen to a movie, yeah. and it's it's sad because it's not bad. It's just not a Star Wars movie. Yeah, like the pacing was good. They right. had action at the right moments. And I, I think that's funny. Like most of this conversation that we've gone through this. Not once have we said it. It's a terrible movie. Like when, like a week before, when you were listening, or if you're listening to that podcast prior to this one, when he brings it up solo ever prior to me seeing this movie, I was just, I was ready. To just no, I don't want to watch. Well, even it. when I would talk about time, I was like, Ugh, I guess we'll do this one next. Yeah, so because it's like, and you know what's funny? We, it's even possible that, and this is a nice little sneak peek for you, or sneak peek. Behind the scenes. There we go. Sure. Um, the movie didn't want to play three times that I tried to go see it up until about this morning. Because I was like... Yeah. Drop my mouse almost. Oh, yeah. 
was I, it was to the point where it was just like oh, oh I did now he did um <laughs> oh no he lost the back plate it, it was just to the point where it's like I really just don't want to see this movie but after watching it honestly it's not even that I don't want to watch this movie again it's just not a movie you're not gonna go it's out of your my, way exactly it's um it's exactly how I place it a watch once movie yeah that that's the best way to describe it. just watch it's a it watch once, once. And it's not it's not a get it over with it's just like yeah go ahead watch it once it's it's decent yeah you'll it has its moments it's not a bad movie you'll have fun with it um, there's a lot of good examples in the movie which we have gone over most of them I believe yeah um, there's a lot of good examples in the movie of we's movies should like storytelling mm-hmm. you don't have to tell everything or what do they call it show don't tell yeah um, yeah no tell don't show show oh okay Oh, no, it's the opposite, where they, um, they're they talking about it, but they don't show it. Yeah. Yeah, okay. But this is the same concept. Mm-hmm. Um, instead of telling us what's going on, you're showing us what's going on. And this movie has a lot of good examples of that. And I like that. But it was a Star Wars movie, so it gets judged accordingly. Yeah, I... I would still put it above the Disney trip. Well, <laughs> no. I still like Force Awakens a lot. It was a good intro to a new trilogy. It was a good intro to the disappointment we're about to get. Eventually, yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, that I can't really. I have nothing else to say about this movie. I can't think of. I'm trying to think of like more cons. Like, because I know there was, like, some in the movie where I didn't... Like, it wasn't as cringy as the prequels. It was not. Or the Disney trilogy. The jokes were pretty natural, too, which I exclaimed in the prequels was something I liked. The CG was good. Yeah, the effect... Oh, and we go back to that war scene. Love that whole invading scene. Yeah. To me, that, that was a great... This is what they're doing. Yeah, so like, and I enjoyed that. Con wise, like, there's, other, it's. I think the main con is just. It was weak. <laughs> it was unnecessary, and you can replace, take replace all the Star Wars stuff with generic space stuff, and it'll be the same movie. Yeah. So it. And it's not even something you need a before and after to know about. Yeah. You could have just watched, like, if no, if someone, this poor person living under a rock had never seen a Star Wars movie in existence, and they watched this movie... This is, like, the first one. Right. They'd be fine. They'd have been like, oh, that's not too bad. And then they see the other ones, and they're like, oh, okay. I, I think they'd be confused as to why it's called a Star Wars story. Because they're like, what? We only saw, like, a little battle. Now everything else is smuggling. What? What's this? What's going on? Star Wars? <laughs> what war? <laughs> Then we tell them the rest. I think when they show the rest of the series, like the ones that actually tie in a story, yeah, I think that same person would be like, "Yeah, we didn't need that. That everything that's talked about in this movie is talked about in four and five. So this was not. This was just pointless. Um, this is the. 
popular character getting an origin story. That's all it was. Yeah. But the to only be fair, popular character. <laughs> the only <laughs> that didn't because yeah. we saw Chewbacca yeah. in the prequels. We saw Luke and Leia get born. We know where they went. We see all their crap. Yeah, so they were kind of like... Here we saw Obi-Wan stuff. Yeah. Up to, we saw when he was still an apprentice up to his death. So it's literally just... Who haven't we done yet? Han Solo. Okay. Oh, yeah. no, they're going to come out with the Princess Leia one. Guarantee it. It's going to be after they well, send her to Alderaan. The Obi-Wan show is going to be starting filming in Boston pretty soon. Why Boston? I don't know. Just fuck it. Why not? Um, they could have done it here. There's enough sand out here. Well, I don't know what the story is going to be. Oh, okay. That's fair. I'm, I, Ewan McGregor is doing it. I don't care. I'm happy. They're, they're keeping the same one. There's a chance they're going to do a Boba Fett series. So I'm... If you asked me about that a week ago, I would have been like, no. Um, I changed my mind now. This new episode that just came out? Gotcha. That kind of was like... Because the Mandalorian show is doing so good, I, I'm on board with any other show they're doing, as long as they have the right people doing, doing it. it. Okay. Because I'm just like... That's why I'm okay with the Boba Fett show. We have... The I mean, Mandalorian, we don't need... We don't need two bounty hunter shows. Right. Because then, again, we are going to end up in the same place where we end up with Solo. Yeah, which I think Disney's now doing that with their shows, but... Shows at a... least have the honor of having more time. And they're keeping episodes to a limit. Yeah. That way, here's eight episodes, wait a year. Where that can still go wrong, as an, as an example that I think is good, is... I didn't care about Rebels at all. I, I still, still don't. don't. But I liked Clone Wars. Yeah, well... Like, yeah. I... Yeah, no. They're they're both in shitty CG. Um, to be fair, they're both in okay CG. It's just... I, it's child CG. It's right. It's animated cartoons. CG. Like, CG cartoons. Exactly. So there's this, like... There's this give and take with it. They're both in that... CG style where I'm kind of like no. Okay. Now I haven't actually watched an episode of Rebels, so I'm gonna I'm gonna give one a shot because I, I can't say I hate it or that it's stupid until I actually give it a shot. So. I've only seen one episode. The main character bothers me. I'm done with just that. Um, at least when I watch Clone Wars, if I was to just pick a random episode, uh, I would say that it would have been the same feeling. Mm -hmm. I'd have been like, oh, this is this is okay. Let me check out another one. With Rebels, I didn't get that feeling. I was kind of turned off immediately. And that was when I actually kind of cared about these kind of shows. Mm. So for me to be like, no, I'm good. It says a lot at that time. Fair enough. We're starting to go down a whole big Yeah, we are, now, we are, so we are. Because uh, gonna... there's not a lot to talk about with Solo. There really isn't. <laughs> so we'll just cut it off here. Uh, thank you for listening or watching whatever platform you're using right now. And I guess I'll see you for episode five. We're getting to Rogue One! We're episode five, Rogue One. Weird. <laughs> All right, bye. Later.